Do you think that men today want women who are subservient to them? Also, do you think that women today want men who are superior to them economically? Huh. I'm not speaking, we're speaking in generalities, I'm assuming. Yeah, not, of course we are. I mean, I, not, I, our, not our personal opinion. Just in general, I mean, you know, all the shit that's on YouTube and shit, you know, about all these dudes talking about how these women aren't modern women and how they miss the old days of, you know, a uh, guy comes home and the woman's at the door with the pipe and the slippers and the, and the meals sitting there hot. And then the women who, who, who want a dude who's 6'4", ripped abs, making six figures, and 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 you know has a has a has a has a foot long dick you know that kind of thing. Well, um, I think a lot of well, as far as guys go, I think they have a lot of unrealistic expectations of what women are today. Mm-hmm. Uh, those you know, waiting with the slippers and stuff, they still exist, obviously. Those, but um, it's it's kind of twofold mm-hmm. on both sides, because I, I, uh, I would like someone you know. Uh, you know, Cashel can cook. So, but I like if I had a partner, I want someone that I can, that can, that can cook and clean. I mean, I don't, I don't see, you know, there's a lot of women nowadays who take pride in not doing either. Very true. That is and, true. And I was like, well, well, what the fuck? Oh, so, you know, I don't mind doing these things, but mm-hmm. I shouldn't be the only one doing them. Right. And at the same token, you know, you got a lot of women are like, I don't need a man. I don't need this. Oh, like, okay, well, then you don't want you don't want a partner. You don't want a husband. Mm-hmm. You, you want a yes, man. You want it's like I that shit's annoying to me. And guys that think that, you know, oh, you know, there's a guy I work with. His wife doesn't work mm-hmm. and he doesn't want her to work, but he's barely pulling. You know, they got like a they got like a. A ton of kids. I got like five, four or five kids. Wow. And and granted, we make good money, but not that good. Not that good. You need <laughs> you need some fucking help, dude. Kids yeah, are, kids are expensive. Yeah, he's got five of them. That's some bullshit. But he wants, but he wants her to stay home and to fill that that role. It's like get the fuck out of here, you know. So uh, that that's stupid and unrealistic and old fashioned and dumb. But at the same time, there is something to that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The women, and it's what cracks me up. And this is, you know, uh, this is what I miss about Kevin Samuels because he will call this shit out. There's just a lot of women that will, I want all these, you know, I want a guy to make six figures. I don't want to work. Mm-hmm. Six, you know, he's got to look a certain way. And she's she looks like shit. Yep. She's fat. She's a bad mom. She's not a good, you know. And you're like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, oh, plus this guy's wife also doesn't really do anything around the house. He has a honeydew list. Uh, he was like complaining once before his vacation. He was going on vacation for like two weeks. He's like, oh, I got a pretty long honeydew list. What the fuck do you have a honeydew list for if she does nothing at home? And she doesn't work. And right. you're doing what the fuck? Unless it's something she can't ha- handle. What the fuck are you doing? Why? Why would you do? Why would you agree to that? And I and and on this on the other side, 
uh, I know a woman who makes the the majority of the money, and the husband stays at home with the kids. Mm-hmm. And she's you know she's a nurse, and she makes you know pretty good money. She makes about six figures, and yeah. but she doesn't, and so he stays at home. It's you know the same token. It's kind of hard to respect a guy, at least all the way respect. Ah, a guy. don't don't go there now. Well, it, it's if you're able body and you can, why aren't you? I don't know. It's just it's just hardwired. I mean, I don't think he's a shitty person or anything. I mean, she, you know, he takes care of everything at the house, right? So he's pulling his weight. But just a small part of me, as a man, is like, eh, what are you doing? You know, <laughs> I, I you know, the fucked up thing is, I understand what you're saying because if my current predicament is killing me not to work. Well, but, I did say, I did say able body. No, 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 I, no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not questioning what you said. What? I am, babe. Sorry, just as we're talking about women, she's yelling at me. Oh, uh, so funny! I know, uh, right? Pro- that was like, was like on cue. <laughs> producer of the podcast, everybody. Um, <laughs> it's it, 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 it's that when a woman stays home and takes care of the kids, universally, she's considered a hero. She's considered, you know, the, the, the hardest job, the toughest job in the world. But when a man does it, he's lazy and doesn't want to work and is a piece of crap. It's like. The double standard there is is palatable, and and, and it makes me ill. That it, it, it is that it's the same standard. job. It's the same thing. It's like the man is doing what she's doing. Like like for example, if if you and Halle Berry were the same age, let's say you're both uh, thirty, and uh, for some reason she wants to date you, and you get married with her, and all that, and you have a couple kids, and Halle Berry says, "Hey man, you know uh, you're a hundred thousand dollars a year, ain't shit. Can you stay home, take care of the kids?" And you said, sure, why not? You make millions of dollars. What am I supposed to, you know, what, what, what is my money going to do? It ain't going to do nothing. So fine. Are you are you less than a man? I don't think so. Well, that's different. That's, you know. There's, it, it's, it's, it's an extreme to make a point that sometimes some of those situations are like that. Now, the one thing that I asked you was about the women um, and how they treat men nowadays, especially if they make more money, is, is, is that. A lot of them are what they call, what's that term they use now? Boss bitches. And the problem with them is that inevitably, and you know this is this is more than likely true, when they get into an argument with their spouse their or their boyfriend. It's the first thing that's going to. Thank you. That's the first thing they're going to hit him with. Well, you don't make no money. You know, and they're going to hit you with that. And it's like, what are you What are you doing? I mean, I'm working hard. Or even if the dude has a job and he's working hard, it's not, it's not good enough because, you know, she makes all the money. But a dude, on the other hand, is not going to bring that up nine out of ten times if they're fighting. And if he does bring it up, even his friends will tell him he's an asshole for doing it. But her friends won't tell her she's an asshole for bringing it up. Like, yeah, you tell him. You talk to him. You you made him. You let him know. And it's like, what 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 are we doing here? What are we doing here? And 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 also, we're going to have to as as people. This is my conclusion: is that. They're gonna have to start. There's gonna have to be adjustments made in, in in what we perceive as as courting and dating, because women in the workforce they ain't going nowhere. That it's, it's just not. It's not. It's not ever. We're not ever going back to grandpa and grandma and great grandpa or even my father's day. And the, 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 them days are gone. They're never coming back. So these women are gonna have to understand that you are not going to get a six figure man. You're just not. I'm sorry, you're not. And with the attitude that some of you have, they're not going to want you anyway. Two, 
you men who want women to make less money than you, who want women to be submissive and subservient to you, them days are over too. You're going to have to take a little bit of pushback. That doesn't mean she has to be an asshole. That doesn't mean she has to call you out your name. But the days of a woman being submissive and agreeable and just nod her head when, when, when father's talking, them days are over, man. Mm-hmm. And some of these people don't understand that. This is We are in a brand new era that hasn't been, we haven't seen anything like this ever. It has never been like this. And that's the thing about Kevin Samuels that always, I always had pushback on. I mean, he's always talking about traditional, traditional, traditional. It's like, dude, those days are gone. They're gone. And we, we have to acknowledge that they're gone. And we have to figure out how to move forward. Otherwise, we're never going to move forward. There's always going to be conflict. We have to figure out how to move forward. And too many dudes, man, want that want that submissive housewife. It's like, dude, those women aren't around anymore. Now, I'll say this. If you go to, like, Thailand or something or, you know, certain parts of Africa, certain parts of the Middle East, you could find a girl like that because a lot of those places still have those women. Well, that's uh, – I, I work with a, again, I work with a guy who got his <laughs> – a couple of guys, actually, who went overseas to get their wives. Yeah. Because they wanted those traditional wives. Mm-hmm. But and, uh, in America, you ain't getting that no more, dude. Them, no. Them, days are, them days are gone. Them days are gone, and then we have to figure out how to – you have to figure out how to handle it, you know. Otherwise, it's just it's just going to get worse and worse and worse, and the fighting's going to get to. I mean, we're at a point now where people aren't having kids anymore. And it's not just because everything's expensive; it's because we can't get along with each other. I mean, we're talking people who, or we're talking about women who are who come in there, come into a, the the into the light at thirty five, forty, like Kevin Samuels talked about with four kids with three baby daddies and wonder why they can't attract the kind of guy they want at 40. Yeah. It's like, I don't want you. What is wrong with you? Or, or the guy who, uh, who's a slob doesn't make a lot of money, but he has these super high standards. Mm-hmm. It's just, it just, it baffles me. Yeah. Who's I, like I five, look- eight, 500 pounds. And he wants a woman who weighs 145 pounds. Get over your fucking self, dude. He's a fat slob. He doesn't yeah. make good money, and he's you know has like a no fat chicks policy. What, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, that fat chick don't want you either. <laughs> What's wrong with you, dude? I mean, I don't, I don't understand this stuff. And also, I'm starting to get, and I hate to admit it, but I always admit when I'm wrong. I'm starting to appreciate Kevin Samuels a little bit more. Yeah, I try to tell you, man, a little he's, bit more, not a lot, not, but a little bit more. He's he wasn't a hundred percent on the mark. But goddamn, if he didn't bring up some points, that's why yeah. a lot of women hated him because he called them out on the shit mm-hmm. that we just accept these days. Yep. No, you're a hundred percent right, man. Like I like the one where that lady whose eyes were so far apart she could see her e- each ear with each eye, <laughs> and she looked like I think she said she was five foot two, and she had like a fifteen dress size, and it's like and and, and she had this huge overbite, and she called herself a ten, and I'm like, you know. Yeah. It's, it's like you women don't know what a 10 is either that or you're delusional it's like i know what i am as a man and i've always said this even when i was in my 20s and was ripped to shreds and could bench press the world and was funny with no gray hair no wrinkles at best because i was funny and then shape the six six and a half if you want to be honest i know what i am i know what i was yeah but these women act like they're all tens no you're not 
No, you're not. You don't know what a 10 is a supermodel. A 10 is the type of woman that if she's in the bank, everybody turns and goes, wow. Even the other women go, damn. That's a 10. You don't see those very often. No. And and I like, he used to always go, he used to always go, uh, one through 10. He's uh, like, what do you, where do you rank yourself? And you can't say seven. Right. Because they would always say seven because it's like dead in the middle, you know, yep. or really close enough. And they'd always go, well, I'm a 10. And then he would just systematically break them down as mm-hmm. to why they think they're a 10. Now, sometimes, I mean, because I, 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 I watched and listened to him a lot uh, when he was alive. And uh, sometimes he's like, well, you're not a 10, but you're definitely a nine. You know, yeah, sometimes he that, was. Yeah. He's like, yeah, you, you have all these qualities and you are definitely a nine. You're not a 10. He's like, and he would throw out people that we would conceive tens. And he goes, this isn't, she's, she's not a 10 now because she's, you know, what, 50 years old. Mm-hmm. She looks great, but you know, you, and he'd have like this, uh, like a list of things. So it wasn't like he was just throwing out random shit. You'd have like this criteria you'd have to meet. Right. And uh, it just made sense. I don't know. I don't know. I, no, it, it did make sense. You're right. And it's like I watched a ton of his stuff and some of these other creators who were trying to copy him. And it, it, it's just that I think everybody it's like it's like it's like watching these women roll their eyes. If they said, would you date a man who made $40,000 a year, $50,000 a year? They roll their eyes like, like, like that's a broke motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Got, even though the average salary in America is like $28,000 or $30,000 a year. No, the average man, uh, the average male salary is um, 40. I looked this up. I looked this up as recently because I was talking to someone at work about it because mm-hmm. yeah, I was kind of patting myself on the back. I realized I was in the top. I was in the top 10% for men and top, uh, no, top, yeah, top. 10%, top 12% for men and top 8% for black men. Mm-hmm. But the average, the average, just men, doesn't matter what race, uh, the average uh, income is, I think, um, 49000 a year, 48000 a year. That's a hell of a bell curve, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you're talking about all the NBA players thrown in there, all the movie stars thrown in there. Well, we're I- talking about. 360 uh, or 200 and 200 million people 200 million men so you're talking about the one percent of the one percent right but what i'm saying is though their average is so high i think they kind of skew the data you know what i mean it, it's like it's like the average male is like five foot nine but if you really look at the males when you walk through them when you walk through the stores and stuff you, you'd probably disagree with that but there's so many giant athletes and just people who were athletes that it kind of kind of skews the number a little bit, you know. I mean, if you take out the professions that are like uh, like movie movie actors, and you take out the profession of entertainers, you take out the professions of, of professional athletes, that median salary is going to drop something terrible. All right, I'll give uh, as of I look for a most updated updated uh, census, mm-hmm. and as of uh, last week, the average male. Uh, makes thirty seven thousand four hundred and fifty four a year. God that's damn. Right. Yeah, that's about right. Now, see, that's that sounds fucking better. crazy. Yeah, that sounds better than forty nine. I was like, that's not. That's a little too high. Thirty seven thousand sounds about right as as far as average goes. Thirty seven thousand four hundred and fifty four. Mm-hmm. And god damn, 
I'm yeah. higher up. I'm higher up than I thought. Yeah. Ooh, nice. <laughs> well, you have a union and you have a job, man. That, that, and I've been there 20 years. Yeah, that's hard. What's hard on your body, and you've been there for 20 years. I, I should hope you're making making more money than that, you know. Oh. But you know, I mean, it, it it that's and that sounds better because 49. That's like eh, that's a little high. I was like that's a little high. That didn't sound right. But 37. That that sounds about right. And, and, and these are average dudes who are working hard every day, and that's not good enough. I mean, some of these women, you ain't making much more than that. How, where do you think? And then I love it when he says, hey, do you know anybody who makes six figures? Every one of them. No. Do you know where to find them? No. Then how do you think you're going to attract them if you don't even know where they are? I don't know any of them. What's wrong with you? What, what what has put this in your in, in your brains that, that you think you you all deserve? Deserve's got nothing to do with it. It's got nothing to do with any of it. But yet these same women will lay down with the dirtiest, most rotten dudes there is and have their babies, but they only want to marry a high a high value dude. I don't understand that. That yeah. didn't make any sense to me. I've never understood the, the, the female whole phase. I've never understood that. I get it if you're in college from 18 to 22. I get that. You're away from home for the first time. I get it. You know, go nuts. But after you get out of college, it's like, don't you think you need to slow down a little bit? Man, women, don't you think you need to slow down just a, just a hair? It just, it is, I mean, it's funny. The older I got, like, um, you kind of go through whole phases, especially if you get out of big relationships. Like, you kind of went through one with after, uh, well, I didn't really go through a whole phase. I was more uh, when when I split from Claire before mm-hmm. I met Heather. Um, I went through a, uh, a I went through a crazy whole phase. I was you know seven years in relationships. So I was just knocking them out. <laughs> I, I, literally, when I met Heather, she was supposed to be thirteen on my belt since the breakup. I I went nuts mm-hmm. every weekend. I was it just consumed my weekends. That's all I was about. But then after this, after Heather and I split and, I, you know, I have a daughter, I'm in my deep in my 40s. Well, now I just had a 50th birthday. Um, by the way, thanks for coming. That was I know it was an effort for you. So I appreciate you and Stephanie coming to my party. Oh, I was broken for two days straight, dude. Was, uh, I bet. It was I bet. awful. It looked like you It looked. I, yeah, you know, you, you look fine at the as the night progressed. I could tell you were looking miserable. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I, I was I, waiting to the very end to leave. It's like I didn't want to be the first one out. I'm like, I'm going to wait till people start leaving no matter how much I hurt. It's like I'm going to stay until people start leaving. And then it's like, OK, now I got to get out of here. It's like I, yeah. can't, I can't feel my feet anymore. I'm in so much no. pain. <laughs> oh, it was awful, man. But, but I appreciate you coming. That was a, it was a, it was a fun night. It was a fun night. It was. You're welcome. But uh, you know, the second go round, uh, I you know, before I met Cashel, I I was running into a lot of what we're just we're talking about. Actually, you know, a lot of women with these crazy expectations. I think I told you. When we were talking about it, I was like I was running into a lot of pretty losers, mm-hmm. a lot a lot of women that rested on their looks, yep. but now they're in their late thirties, early forties, and they they still look great, but they have these high expectations from like they're twenty years old. Yeah, and uh, and I, you know, I'm not trying to say I'm no Don Juan, but I worked on myself, trying to keep myself relatively in shape. And I make decent money, 
uh, I have a kid that, you know, I take care of and I have a great relationship with my ex and a great relationship with my kid. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize until I was kind of thrust back into the dating world how rare that is. Yeah. So all of a sudden, you know, I like like you, I say I'm probably a six, mm-hmm. but I know, I know what I, I am. Yeah. You know, I think it's a strong six. Yeah. Maybe even a seven on a good day if you catch me when I haven't had dinner yet. <laughs> or, 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 or or if you're wearing a nice suit and some nice shoes, you know, you, yeah. you might move up a, a point, half a point or a point, you know. But 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 I, in this new dating world, in my age bracket, I was like an eight. I kept hearing I was like, wow, you're so it's rare. You know, you're not seeing a lot of you. And uh, when I met Cashel, uh, she was like, you know, uh, she was you know, she kind of she kind of opened my eyes to it because I was really just like I was I realized I wasn't going to just I I was kind of burnt out. You know, I was in a relationship with Heather for 12 years mm-hmm. and, you know, the last the last uh, I said the last three were kind of up and down. Good weeks, bad weeks, good months, bad months. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of relationship. Burn, I was just kind of burnt out, period. Yeah. And uh, I and uh, but so I literally met uh, Cashel when I was just ready to fill the talents like, you know, what? I don't care if I hook up with anybody. I'll, I'll, I'll get the random I'll hook up with the random chick just to get the poison out. But I'm really not looking for a relationship. She's so she's kind of fell in my lap mm-hmm. that. But um, so I and I heard it was, a, it was kind of like what Louis C.K. was joking about. If you just maintain certain things the older you get your number is going to go up and i found that happening mm, I so yeah i get it i get it it's it's but it, it's like it's like you know it was funny i was i read this article that said that leonardo dicaprio which is which is i'll kind of tie it in, in a second he has never dated a woman over 25 no he cycles them out never and he's almost 50 now yeah he does not once they hit 25 gots to go now, my thing is, as a man, I kind of get it. And here's why. After 25, that's when life starts kicking you in the teeth. You know, you start getting bad relationships. You know, your, your, your optimism tends to get, get crushed a little bit. You become a little more bitter, a little more jaded. But under 25, man, the world is your fucking oyster. And I wonder if that's what he likes about the younger women under 25 is, is their, um, is their joy of life, you know, their ability to be just happy for no fucking reason. But after that, you know, I find that everybody's worried about something, you know, you're mad about something and you just don't want to deal with it. He just doesn't want to deal with that, you know, and that comes with older, with older men and women, you know, you just become more and more jaded. Even if you are rich and successful, you become more and more jaded every fucking day. You know, and I think that's why he does it. Now, somebody, my brother said, well, what do you talk about? I said, I said, I said Andrew, let me tell you something. That's what your friends are for. Mm-hmm. You understand what I mean? And he was yeah. like, he's like, I, I get it, but you understand what I'm saying? I said, I get what you're saying, but what you're saying is irrelevant. I, they're not that he, she, that woman, a woman that young with a man that old, much older and richer and successful, she ain't there to talk. She's not there to 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 to, to, to share world views. That's what your friends are for. Yeah. You know? 
I mean, and plus, some women don't understand that period. It's like some some dudes just don't want to talk to their wives about stuff like that. You know, they'll talk about superficial shit. You know, they'll talk about household needs and stuff. But just talking about the world, eh, I don't really want to talk to you about that. You know? And I think that makes a lot of them dudes douchebags. I mean, I don't know how you live with somebody and not talk to them about the world and stuff. But a lot of them don't want to. So who cares how old the woman is? You know, as long as she's over, I'd say, 20, who cares? You know? Yeah. So anyway. But at the same token, you don't want to be the old man in the club. I mean. No, and, I would. No, yeah, you're right. I don't. I would never want to do that. And honestly, these women that, you know, 25, they're, they're great toys. That's what I mean. But yeah. but yeah, but after a while, you really want to have like, OK, like Michelle's younger than me. Uh, she also makes more than me. She's not that much younger than you do. No, she's 11 years younger. And uh, yeah, see, that's not that big of a deal. Considering no, no, old, no. How old both of you are. It's not that yeah. big of a deal. No, yeah. no, it's not that big of a deal. That's my point. Yeah. But someone uh, who's 25. Yeah. You what? What do you you know? I'm literally if, if I was dating a 25 year old, they're literally half my age. Right. I mean, I already talked to Kishel about shit that and I, I'd bring up a reference and she doesn't know what I'm talking about. And uh and I was like, oh, yeah, you were three when, mm-hmm. when this was happening or, or yeah. you were 14. So, you know, I had been out of high school by then. You know, so but but at the same token, we're we're, we're close uh, to the same close enough mm-hmm. to the same age. So but, yeah, you want to you want a, a real partner in crime after a while. Something, you know, you know what I mean? Right, and I, and I wonder about Leo. Is he ever going to find someone like that, or is he going to be one of those, what's that term they used to use back in the 50s that kind of had a double meaning, a confirmed bachelor, I think is what they used to call him. Yeah. You know, where it could mean that the guy just doesn't want to get married, but it also could mean that the guy's gay. You know what I mean? It had like, right. it had like two meanings to it when you called somebody that. You just, you weren't sure which one it was with the well, dude. Yeah, well, not this year, but yeah. You know. There is a, there is a. I don't know where the number is, but there is a point where it starts to get weird. You know what I mean? It's like, what, yeah. what is your, what are you, what, what, what are you doing? So who knows? Even, even George Clooney, who was the Mister Playboy for the for the longest time, forever. Yeah, yeah. Even he settled down and got married. Yeah, he had his first kid at fifty six when he decided that it's time, man. He's like, I, I think when he met that one lady, he went, you know what? I'm not going to do any better than her. She's smart. Mm-hmm. She's good looking. She's young. Let's just get this shit over with and right. see what happens. And I'm pretty sure that's how he kind of came to the conclusion that he's just like, look, I just don't want to look anymore. I'm not going to try to find someone on the other side and see. And that's what all these women to take it all the way back to Kevin Samuels. That's what they find abhorrent is that they think that that's settling. No. That's called reaching the finishing line and starting a new race. You know, yeah. you're starting a new event now. You had all that, you had all the chance in the thing when you were in your 20s to get a dude like that. You didn't. You had some of your 30s to get a dude like that. You didn't. Now you're in your 40s. You're running a different race now. Mm-hmm. You're not settling. You're running a different race that's going to have different results. That's all. And you may have to, you may have to run that race with a dude that's five foot ten. Makes $38,000 a year, but he loves Oof. you to death, and he's easy to be around. Yeah, I know for, for, for rich 
yacht owners and mansion owners like yourself, $38,000 is such, <laughs> it's just, it's such a pissant thing. You know what I mean? I mean, when, when are you and Michelle going to go to go to your mansion in Florida and your, and your summer home in, in the fucking Galapagos Islands, you know, where, with your private helicopter to take you to the island, you piece of crap? How dare you sneer and say, oh, God, that's so Well, you so know what it money. is? You know what it is? Because when you have kids, you tend to think about, the, you know, when you have children, you, you tend to think about them and setting them up or at the very least preparing them for when they, you know, need to do things. And I remember what my life was like when I made that much. And uh, yeah, it's a struggle. It's a struggle. Yeah. It was a struggle. And I had no responsibilities and I had no kids. I, well, I only have one kid, but you know what I mean? Yeah. And it was still a struggle. <laughs> yeah. It was just me. And I was still trying to figure shit out. So I can't have, and the, you know, that was in the salad days. That was when, you know, we were, we had a, we had a, uh, Clinton was in office. We had, we yeah. had, uh, uh, a deficit, you know, jobs were a plenty. It was just a different, a different economically back, yeah, you know, it was, surplus, we were, sur well, I say deficit. I meant yeah. surplus. Yeah, I know what you're talking yeah, you're right. I had a surf. We had a surf. Things were much better economically, oh, God, yeah. and I. So I can't imagine trying to swing that alone or with children now. That's just now, that's just nightmarish. Now, imagine my cousin, who's about his wife's about to give birth to their, I think, eleventh kid. Oh neither, my God! Neither one of them have jobs, though. Oh no, he doesn't have a job anymore. Yep, he works. I think he may work part time somewhere, but he lost his job at Enterprise, and. This motherfucker is trying to send me advice on how to live my life. And I'm like, dude, take care of your 55 kids, man. And you, oh my and fucking, God. And your fucking Stepford, Stepford wife. You know, it's I, like, it's, it's everything I can do to not, to just not cuss him out. But he likes me and I, I don't hate him, but goddamn, I want to just tell him about himself. That, that really, I remember when we hung out that day over there. Mm -hmm. And they, back then, they had nine, they had nine kids. So now he's about to have 11. Yeah. Holy She's pregnant shit. again. That eleven, maybe twelve. I can't remember, but I'll definitely say eleven, because I know she had. I think she hasn't been pregnant for a couple years, and that now all of a sudden nuts. she popped up with one. And I, and I'm like, dude, I don't that... know what you're doing, man. I mean, and they, but they're also minimalist. They don't have any furniture in the house. The kids sleep on the floor. Oh God, you know, and 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 he's and he's part of a cult down there in Houston. And oh, they they moved. Yeah, he moved a while ago because you know why he moved? I'll tell you exactly why he moved because my my aunt asked his oldest child what she wanted to do after college. And he said she's not going to college. Don't, don't be telling my kids about college and all that stuff. She needs to work get right with the Lord. And then they moved. Oh God. Yeah, I forgot that religious. Yeah, word. he's that guy. He's that guy. Ugh. And I, I just have such a hard time dealing with him. That I don't even like to talk to him, you know. And, and, and yeah, I'll, you want you just fight the urge to argue with him. Yeah, I, I, I have a couple relatives. Like oh, God, and my all my my family keeps saying, "But he likes you. You just need to be more patient." I'm like, why do I always have to be the bigger fucking man here? Yeah. Why can't he accept the fact that I don't believe what he believes in and just leave me the fuck alone? I don't understand that shit. Why do I have to tolerate it? And and watch how he's basically crippling his kids. And I know his oldest, she'll either she's either gonna run away. Or she's going to be married with, with her first kid by the time she's 18 years old. On her wow. way to probably 15 kids. You know, go forth and multiply. 
Oh, God. Oh, it's awful, dude. It's just, just awful. So, on that segue, what are we watching? <laughs> well, uh, for me, um, I'm still watch. I'm still watching it, and I don't want to give an opinion of it yet because I'm gonna do a, a, a retrospective of it uh, with Ed. But I've been watching the Resident Evil series. Um, it's only eight episodes. I'm on episode five. It's what a is up with that with the everybody being pissed off that that black dude from uh, and I can't remember his name. I was Lance something. A character he's playing in that film that's supposed to be white, I think. Oh, oh, uh, he's um, the guy from the from uh, John Wick, the the head. Yeah, the... yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what what was up with that? I don't know. I don't understand what what's happening with that. I guess in the video games it's a white guy, but who gives a shit? Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I I didn't know what what was happening. I, I I don't pay attention to Resident Evil, so I was like, why are you mad that this guy's black? I don't understand what's happening here. And I guess now I know. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, it's uh, the new. Sh- it's uh, um, it's uh, God, not Welcome to Raccoon City, but oh God, what is the name of? Hold on, sorry, I should have had this up already. Okay, yeah, the ter- it's, it's just a Resident Evil. Ser- it's just a uh, yeah. He plays uh, Albert Wesker. He's the guy who's the scientist behind. Uh, who worked for uh, the Umbrella Corporation that, you know, that because um, this is more loyal. This show's more loyal to the games, I guess. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't follow the mythos as closely as a lot of people do. I kind of I'm kind of uh, in and out when it comes to Resident Evil. But this show is uh, the pro- real high production value, real big show. But I'm not loving it. I'm just getting through it. Okay. Some of the some of the characters are annoying. Uh, it's just I don't know. I, I'll let you know when I get to the end of it. But I've been watching a lot of that. I've been watching. Um, I started watching Avatar because I'm doing a forced review with Evan. Uh, I'm making him watch. I'm watching the first three or four episodes of Avatar. He's watching the first um, episodes of Avatar. It's a series. Uh, the the animated series, yeah. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't even know they had that. Huh. Okay. Yeah, not not like the movie Avatar. Totally different Avatar. Oh, uh, uh, the Japanese Avatar. Yeah. Thing? Okay. I know yeah. What you're yeah. About. Now yeah. I know what you're talking about. Okay. okay, okay. So, sorry. Sorry. I should have clarified. And he's watching. Um, he's starting to watch. Um, what was the show I had him watch? I'm watching Avatar, and he's watching. Oh, Stranger Things. Ah, got it. Um. Uh, other than that, that's that's it for me. I did. Um. Uh, what have you been watching? And then I'll tell you what movie I watched this weekend. Uh, I've been watching. Uh, and well, I I sat through forty minutes of the Comic Cons trailers of the new movies that are coming out. I watched all of those. Oh, and... I only one I watched. Um, I'm sorry to interrupt. What uh was uh, Wakanda Forever? Yeah. I saw that, what did, and I, and I, Doom is in there somewhere. I, I didn't see this guy's review on it, but there's like 71 Easter eggs in it. I caught most of them, but Doom is in there somewhere. Yeah. And I didn't if, see him, but he's there somewhere. If not, if, yeah, I've heard that too. If not, if we don't see him, we know he's pulling the strings. Probably 
uh, Neymar because Neymar is definitely going to be in this. Yeah, you saw him walking out of the water. That was yeah, French yeah. Neymar. Yeah, that was yeah. him walking out of the water. And like I told you, what was it a year, two years ago? That yeah, this, well, this we, is what we, it was going to be. We pontificated uh, the guessing game after because we both uh, we both zeroed in on uh, when they were talking about the earthquakes in the ocean. Yeah, and that the and uh, you know. Anybody that pays attention and reads the comics knows that, yeah, that's kind of that was like a wink and a nod to anyone paying attention that maybe you know Neymar, Neymar. Yeah, and I was like, and, oh shit, the Submariner, cool. And then they had Riri in it. I think that's that little girl's name, the little black girl. She's in it. Yeah, uh, yeah, Ironheart, who's yeah, becomes Ironheart. Ironheart. Now that yeah. we still don't know who's going to take the mantle of Black Panther, where it's it's, it's either going to be Suri. I think Suri Mbaku, or it's going to be somebody that we just some random person from the comic books that probably is someone that we're not hundred percent familiar with, or at least the, the 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 ones that aren't avid readers of the comic. They'll know who it is, but people who aren't won't know who it is. Is what I think is going to be the new Black Panther. It's going to be something like that, right? Because uh, Wakanda's got to have a, a Black Panther. Yes. Uh, and I love how I love Angela Bassett's speech about how all her family's dead and she sacrificed everything. It's like, well, there's your nod to, uh, you know, uh, Chadwick Boseman, right? You know, which was really sad to. to oh to, yeah, to they're see. gonna they're gonna acknowledge it, but I kind of knew they would. They were not just gonna re because when they said they weren't recasting it, they were just going with another Black Panther because the comics do that too. Yeah, they do. Uh, yeah, you're right. They uh, just, they just move forward. <laughs> yeah. Moving. So, uh, so I knew they were going to acknowledge it. it. You know. So yeah, it looks like it looks so epic. It looks so big. Yeah, it does. It looks big. It looks beautiful. Um, there was another trailer they had in there that I thought was kind of interesting. Um, God, I can't remember what it was. It was one more that I wanted to talk about, but I just don't remember. I should have wrote it down. It was the Black Panther. Uh, I don't think they did the Ant-Man in the Quantum Universe. That hasn't dropped yet. Oh, it was uh, Black Adam. Oh. I'm not sure what to think about that now. I haven't watched the new trailer. Uh, what, what, what do you mean? It just he... looks a bit cheesy. Oh, I don't think it's going to be great. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not in love with it anymore. It's like I that don't, first teaser trailer was fun, but this one, I'm like, I use a little cheesy here, dog. I don't know what to do with this. I don't know what DC is doing because I don't know why they don't want to make their villains villains. They're calling Black Adam an anti-hero, which he wasn't. No, he's, he was a, he, he was a fucking bad guy. Yeah, he was a bad guy. He may have uh, made some alliances. But they always, but he always went back to being a bad guy. And uh, you heard they're doing a, um, it, it's a fuck. They're gonna fuck it up. They can't help themselves. I, I, they, I fucking makes me angry when I read this. Mm -hmm. You know they're doing, um, Craven the Hunter movie. Oh. They're doing a Craven the Hunter movie with no Spider Man, by the way. Um. That's going to be an origin story then if they do. It and and they're calling him, they're calling him, wait for it, an anti-hero. He's and not an anti-hero. Nothing about him is heroic. No. And, and they're calling him an animal lover. What the actual fuck? This is a guy who went after Spider-Man because he killed everything else and he was wanted to kill another thing. He wanted to hunt and kill something else. Nothing about him is an 
He wears animal. I know. I know. He's not know. an animal lover, but that's this, what they're calling him. They're gonna fucking ruin it. This this is this is where and God forgive forgive me for saying this, but this is the only time my thought processes align with certain Republican processes is when you get to the point and I and I use woke always in the positive always because it is a positive thing you know to be observant of everybody and everybody what they want to do and just be nice to people I get it but this is what you would call the bad part of woke because somebody didn't like the fact that Craven was a was a hunter somebody didn't like the fact that he killed animals Somebody didn't like the fact that, you know, he uh, he was a bad guy. Well, we need to change that now because what kind of example are we setting for the kids? It's a fucking comic book character. Be true to what he was. Craven is a hunter. Okay, period. He almost killed Spider-Man. Now, I've always said, and you know I've said this for years, if you do Craven, it has to be old boy who played Aragon, and it has to be the Craven's final hunt. That's how you start off craving. And then if it works, then you can do an origin story and do what you that would have that one story would have been great. Yeah. And you let that dude who played Aragon, I can't remember, I can never pronounce his name or remember his name. Oh, you're talking about um oh fuck. Um I can oh, never God. remember I can never remember his name. Uh let me see if I can find it here real quick. Uh Vigo Mortensen. Yeah, there you go. That guy is the old Craven. That is the guy that you cast in Craven's last hunt. And yeah. you let him do it. And then Spider-Man gets his victory over him. And we find out what kind of character it is. And then we map it out from there. Then we go, okay, now we can figure out what we need to do with this character to keep him successful. But you don't jump in by completely 180 in the character in everything that he was. You know, I'd be like making the Black Panther a white dude who lived in a fucking the 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 the, the Hamptons. It's like, why would you do that? Well, I didn't like the fact. I thought it was a little bit racist. You know that he's a black guy from Africa. I mean, you know, he is a king, so you know we should put him in in the Hamptons. You know, where all the royalty is, and make him a white guy. I think that would be better. Yeah, fuck all of you, and hope you all die. Okay, this is some. Oh, I don't know. I wish you wouldn't have told me that. I wish you wouldn't have told me that. Now I'm going to be angry for the rest of the day. Oh, <laughs> Dude, God. I'm going to be you're so welcome. angry. You're welcome. I read that. <sighs> I was so mad. And I'm not even a super huge Craven fan. You know, not uh, me either. But I knew who he was. Okay. And, and I don't think this is a woke thing. I think this is a fucking shitty DC thing. Because they want to turn all their villains into... When, they, when, when the whole Sinister Six fell apart, they started this new thing of finding their bad guy properties and making them good glasses. Why Venom's an anti-hero now. Black Adam's an anti-hero now. Now they want to make Craven an anti-hero. And Morbius an anti-hero. Morbius is another villain that that they want to make an anti-hero. So I don't think it has anything to do with woke. It's just whatever idiotic thing DC's doing now because all the other things have failed. And they, you know, they saw... They probably saw the the um uh the hundred and one Dalmatians thing. Oh uh, god, yeah, where they took Corella Deville's cigarette holder and cigarette. Oh my god, that pissed me off to no end. Well, like, well, that is part of her character. But they made <sighs> you know the 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 you know 
Krilla movie came out and they made her they made her a sympathetic character. Actually, she's not though. But but here's the thing. They 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 tell the story of how she was that was actually a bad example because that was actually a good movie. I took Eloise to see that and I was like, "Well, that's actually good." And I we, we were walking talking about it afterwards. I'm like, "Well, you know, we know she's going to be bad. I mean, she tries to make a coat out of dogs." Yes. <laughs> She wanted to make a coat out of puppies, for God's sake. That's about as evil as you can get, man, to make a puppy coat. Oh, my God. Tell her to be quiet. He got the peanut gallery kicking in there. It's hilarious. Oh, God. But here's the thing. I blame the anti-hero Black Adam on The Rock because I don't think he wants to play him as a bad guy. No, he doesn't. See, I blame that on him because I know for a fact he has full control over Black Adam. Full control over it, whatever the direction it goes in, everything. And I blame him for that and his fucking need to be everybody's goddamn hero. Go fuck yourself, you piece of shit. Oh, God, now I'm right here. I'm gonna, my blood pressure is probably 400 over 20, over 250 right now. I'm so angry. You know, I'm not even going to watch the Craven movie. What am I saying to myself? I just won't watch it. That's the only thing I can do is not give them my money or my time. That's the only thing I can do. I can't change these people's views. I'm just going to pretend like I'm Martin Luther King with the bus bus situation and just tell all the brothers just don't get on the bus. And, you know, just don't get on the bus. You'll be fine. They'll fix this shit if none of us get on the bus. If this shit tanks, maybe they'll learn. But I don't think they will. They yeah. learn from the Fantastic Four. I mean, when I when you and I you and I went and saw that right the Fantastic yeah, Four yeah we did remember when we saw Doom and we went oh no what did you do to Doom why can't he just be why a can't smart guy? Why? why yeah but I I do remember I hated it out the gate I had to convince you to stop trying to make it a good movie in your head but because I you're you're I like it's, to try. it's pretty good i'm like oh, no, no it's not no it wasn't <laughs> it was awful i tried so hard to convince you, myself yeah i was like i was movie. like let the dust settle you don't like this movie oh and i didn't oh god i didn't i tried so hard but I, but, but I, I i know i know in my heart marvel is going to get it right i just know I, I mean, hope so too. I, I really do. And, and and the guy they picked, and I think I'm gonna watch. I think I'm gonna watch the four hour version tonight of um, uh, the Multiverse of Madness. I think I'm gonna watch the whole thing, deleted scenes and all. Uh-huh. Um, but what I saw, the guy who uh, Kaczynski, I think is his name, the guy from The Office who yeah. played um, uh, 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 Reed, Mr. Fantastic, Reed, Reed Richards. Richards. Yeah, I think he made. I think he made a good choice. I mean, I really always have believed, but he's too old now. Is that that's George Clooney? That's the role George Clooney was born to play. It's oh yeah, too late. George it's too Clooney, late now. Yeah, but, George Clooney's sixty. He can't. He, but he was born, born to be Reed Richards. I mean, he just was. And yeah, and I, and I'll say this though: the guy from the very first Jessica, what's her name, uh, Alba, uh, uh, Fantastic Four, Doom, that big, that big dude from Nip and Nip Tuck. Yeah, he would have been a great Doom if they had done it right, because he's always played a bad guy really well. Yeah, I mean, I've seen him in, in other things. He always does a great job of playing a bad guy. And they should have kept. He could be Doom. They just have to do it right. They have to do it the way it's supposed to be done. He's just a really smart guy who fucking hates Reed because Reed told him his calculations were wrong, and he said, "Reed, go fuck yourself." And his lab blew up, and it fucked up his face. 
Yeah, I think they're going to go a different route because that if you you know that 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 reason is a little silly. It is, and, but and in very 1960s, but they're going to have a better reason for his hatred of Reed. I hope they do. I really do. It, it could be even. I mean, well, just look at some of the the later, you know, comics with Doom, especially when it gets to be like God Doom. You know, it's it's just it. They're gonna they're gonna do it right. I feel they're gonna do it right. All right. Um, well, we have no reason to doubt them so far, other than yeah. the other than the Eternals and the second Thor. They yeah. have a, they have a hundred percent track record. Other than those yeah, two. the Eternals was a real misstep. It yeah. it wasn't it wasn't a bad, but it suffered it suffered the carnal sin of being boring. That's what I heard, and I'm gonna try to watch that before this weekend's over. Too. And it is weird. It's yeah. it, it it it's not a bad movie. It's just not an exciting one. Be quiet, the Peter Gallery. Yeah, we're we're doing a show here, lady. You want to close the door? Now that I'm not working. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> All right, uh, we're running. We're we're already almost an hour in, and we haven't even touched on. Uh, oh yeah, we got to do nope real quick, and then we got to do. Our, yeah, our so um, this yeah this weekend I saw the movie Nope, um, Jordan Peele's third movie. Um, it is it is crazy. I really liked it. It's not my favorite Jordan Peele movie. And it's, but I did like it. And it does have a slight twist on what you expect versus what you get. Hmm. Um, So basically, a real quick synopsis. uh, uh, David Keith plays, or David Keith, Keith David plays Otis Haywood, Haywood Sr. And Daniel Kilua plays uh, Otis Haywood Jr. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, Daniel Kaluuya uh, and his sister is played by Kiki Palmer, and they're the they 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 run a horse ranch, and and particularly they have like show horses for like TV shows and movies, and they're the only black owned, black operated business of of their kind, and uh, it's like a family business. Uh, Damn, they, she is pretty. Oh yeah. Uh, David Keith. Sorry, or, I don't know where that came from, but continue. <laughs> yeah, the woman that plays Kiki. Palmer. Yeah, I was like, Jesus Christ, what Emerald. Was? Yeah, yeah, Kiki Palmer, uh, Emerald, Emerald Haywood. Uh, 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 Keith David plays the owner, and he's the dad, and he dies mm-hmm. a freak accident. Um, and um, so Daniel, uh, so Daniel Kalua, OJ Junior. And he's um, Otis, you know. He's anyway. the juice. <laughs> um, he he takes over the ranch and wants to keep it running for his family, you know, the family name. And his sister, he's weird. Uh, his sister plays someone that she she was like the wild one. She left and she kind of works, you know, for the you know for the family business on the side, but. His dad was the the respected one that everyone liked, and his sister is real uh, energetic and real charming, and everyone likes her. He's very uh, Danny Kaluuya's character is very quiet. He's a man mm-hmm. of few words. He's not. He's very introverted, and he's your star. But it's it's he plays a very muted performance, but it was really good. And he's a good actor, man. He's a really good actor. But um, you know, but he almost quit, right? Um... Right before he did uh, No Way, I want what was that movie with? Was it No Way Out? No, Get uh, Out. 
Get out. Get yeah, right before that, he was about to quit. And then uh, uh, Jordan Peele uh, talked him out of it. He was about to quit acting and go get a job. Oh, wow. Yeah, he was done. He said, I'm done. I can't get any roles and nobody wants me. And Jordan Peele said, now you're coming with me. And gave him no way a get out. And the rest is cinema history, man. Wow. Yeah, yeah. the only reason he's not going to be in Wakanda forever is because he was doing this movie when they were shooting it. Oh, that's too bad. I, yeah. I, like, this, I like this character from Wakanda. I, I really did. I like that. And guy. you don't see too many, you know, really dark skin other than Wesley Snipes, like lead, leads, black right. leads, you know? That's the other thing, yeah. You and know. I, I, I like I like, I like, like that Jordan Peele's doing that. I mean, it's awesome. Um, yes. Yeah, so, it is. It's cool. Yeah, I've always been a fan of Jordan Peele, even back in the, you know, back in his, you know, uh, uh, Key and Peel days, but um, I really lo- liked them when uh, just recently someone said, you know, you're you're be- you're becoming a horror uh, icon, and you're probably the best horror director alive right now. And he's like, uh, his retort was, you know, I appreciate that, but don't you ever say that as long as john carpenter's alive and i was like man i knew he was awesome i knew you knew that (laughs) quote i saw that quote and i was like i know somehow the force (laughs) is gonna drag damon to this quote i know somehow he's gonna find this and go like yeah and hang on to it with with, for dear life i knew it well he's right i do it he's right as long as long as carpenter's alive you can't say that fuck you and John, you and that love for John Carpenter. Well, this movie is a is, is a love letter to summer science fiction horror. Well, I wouldn't call it horror. It's kind of light horror, more of a mystery, but a thriller, I'd say, as horror adjacent. Um, uh, but it, it really screams of uh, Jaws, Close Encounters. Uh, there's a little bit of Poltergeist in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's those summer blockbuster science fiction movies of the eighties. It's a real love letter to those. It's not. It's not a period piece, but it it does have that vibe and feel. Oh, okay. And uh, and there is a different take on UFOs that I don't think I've ever seen before, and I liked it. It was really, but it's not my favorite. And that part, what. The only thing I'd think uh, that's not fair of me is that I, well, anyone who watches these, because he's kind of has, this is just a straight story. It doesn't have like a, uh, it does have something to say, but it's not like a, a socially conscious film. It was like just the, a movie? It's just a movie. Good. You know, so it's not like the other two where they have like an, an underlying meaning. Good. This is just a straight story. Straight nothing, science. Nothing wrong with that. No, not at all. There's a straight that, science fiction movie that, that stars some black folks in it. Oh, and, that's what uh, we need normal shit. Good for, exa- him. Good exactly. for him. We need more normal stuff. Good for him. I like him. He's Even though he married that old hook-nosed white woman, I like him. Oh, shut up. <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's great on Brooklyn Nine-Nine, by the way. I, 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 say, that, I say that in pure jest and I, yeah. I, like, I like her a lot. She's, she's, yeah. very, she's, a, she's, a, she's a funny stand-up too, actually. She's she is. A, I caught some of it. She's not. She's not bad at all. She's yeah. not great, but she's not bad. No, no. Yeah, you're. Yeah, I'll give you that. She's not like the best, but she's she's definitely funny. Yeah. No, she can sell out. You know, a, a, you know, a fifteen hundred seat place. You know, but she couldn't sell out Madison Square Garden kind of thing. That that's where she. You know, she's like, right what? in the middle. I think. Yeah, about, like, you know, 
right in the middle, I think. Yeah, she's a, she's a headliner that does theaters. Yeah, there you go. Okay, that that's perfect. She's a headliner that does theater. She can't do big places like Kevin Hart or Bill Burr. Oh but no, she, no. But she could, but she could definitely fill out, you know, a fifteen hundred seat arena, you know, in in like you know three or four hours. You know that she's got that kind of pull. You know, oh so yeah, absolutely. That's how I feel about her. Yeah. So, and this is his biggest budgeted movie to date, and it's projected to do well. I mean, it's uh, the budget on this one was sixty eight million. Now, if you think about it. Uh, Get Out was only four million. That only and, cost four million. Yeah, he made it look a lot better. He sure did. Jesus Christ! <laughs> wow, I thought that was at least. I knew it was low budget. I thought maybe twenty million. And like four. Wow, I believe. Well done, sir. And I believe us had a budget of. Let me look it up right here. Yeah, us had a budget of twenty million. Wow, made seventy one million. Uh, in its opening weekend, and it ended up grossing two hundred fifty-five million. Now, uh, his this movie made sixty-eight million, and it made forty. It made forty. Uh, where is it? Yeah, it, its budget was sixty-eight million. It made forty uh, forty-nine million in its first weekend. So it's gonna it's gonna be fine. I mean, it's made forty nine million in two days, three days. Man, so, he's turning he's turning into Tyler Perry, man. He's gonna be richer and shittier pretty soon. So Doing like Tyler Perry did, you know, cheap movies that make a lot of money. Yeah. Oh, that's him. Hate Tyler Perry, but you know. Yeah, uh, you can't. You gotta respect his hustle. I do. No, no, no. Yeah, wrong. no. I mean, but this I, guy I was homeless, living in his car, writing plays. I give all the credit to him. I just don't like what he what he does. No, I no, it's 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 borderline coonery. It's a borderline <laughs> minstrel show. <laughs> yeah, I know, right. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> it is. I mean, change my mind. <laughs> I can't because that's what it is, dude. The light skinned, God fearing guy is going to save the day for that dark skinned, abusive, abusive man. I, it's yeah. just, a t- it's just all of his movies are the same. Oh, yeah, every movie. Uh, if you're dark skinned, you're the bad guy. You oh, just for know sure. Just yeah, know you're the bad guy. It's like, oh, ooh, he's got he's got Wesley Snipes in this. How bad is he? And yeah. Shamar Moore is in this. How good is Shamar Moore? Let's find yeah. out. <laughs> oh, God. All right, let's do the questions, man, before we get kicked out of here. I want I got some good ones. You go first. All right. All right. Okay. Um, now, I'm, I'm going to start off with some softballs and get a little tougher. Uh, you, uh, you can get one dream car. What is it? The Lincoln Navigator. Oh, that was... I don't hesitate. No hesitation. It's the Lincoln Navigator. I've always... I got into Damon Stoudemire's Lincoln Navigator when he first got to the Portland Trailblazers, and I fell in love with that car the minute I got in it. It was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Everything His dashboard opened up. God, is how old we are. It had a 16-chain <laughs> CD player in it, and I thought that was the best thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I know. CD player. <laughs> <laughs> and it had these, these beautiful leather seats that were heated and cooled. And, you know, the sunroof. Oh, it was a beautiful car, man. And I'm like, I told everybody, if you ever see me driving a brand new Lincoln Navigator, you know I won the lottery. Because that, that's what I thats what I would get, a Lincoln Navigator. And the second car, you know, just to throw it out there, would be a Dodge Charger. Mm. Right off the bat. Those are the only two cars I would want. Fuck every other car. Yeah, for me, it'd be a, it's funny, mine's also a Lincoln. But it's a 68 Lincoln uh, Continental with suicide doors. 
No, I know Shama. Nice. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, what do you have? Okay. Oh, oh by the way, folks, uh, we talked about it, so I didn't. Uh, I'm just straying away from current events, even though we kind of talked about current events. Uh, oh, just doing something fun. We're doing uh, 20 questions. I have 10 questions for Marcel. He has 10 questions for me. We'll go through them, and then we're done. All right. Let's start with this one. I was gonna. I had them in order, but I'm gonna go out of order just to make this fun. All right. Okay. If a white woman and an Asian woman both slapped you in the face at the same time, who do you hit first and why? Oh, come on, dude. Just answer the question. <laughs> well, if I'm being completely honest, I'd probably deal with the white woman first because I there's just too much of a history of Karens. <laughs> I know there's Karens of every race. I'm aware of this. Uh, my sister, Andrea, my late sister, Andrea, was she had some Karen tendencies, if I'm mm. being truly honest. <laughs> Love you, sis, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I used to call her zero to 60 because she had a hair trigger. But, um, uh, yeah, just because of my hang-ups with Karens and dealing with white women that were shitty, I'd probably deal with them first. I agree wholeheartedly. I would slap the piss out of that white woman first, and then the Asian <laughs> woman. Hopefully, she'd run because I really wouldn't want to hit her. But it's it's it's, it's like you've seen those videos where those uh, white women try to hold up those parking spots. I saw the... that video you posted. Oh my mm, god! I told my brother, and I was like, "So what do I do?" As soon as I told him the video, I said, "I said there's a white woman standing in the parking lot in, in the parking spot, and I'm trying to get in." And he cut me off right there. He said, "Marcel, you can't hear her with your car." I was like, how do you know that's what I'm going to say? Marcel, you can't hit her with the car. You cannot <laughs> hit her with the car. Please don't hit her with the car. I was like, but how's she going to learn if I don't at least nudge her a little bit? How's she going to learn? How's she going to learn, man? She's going to learn. <laughs> he said, Marcel, even if you nudge her, he said, you'd be better off just getting out of there, and grabbing her by her arm, and throwing her out of the parking spot. The that park. that you could do. I'd, get so, I'd, I'd say take the wheel, and I'd just push her along. Yeah. He said, you could do that, but don't hit her with the car, please. I said, what if she's sitting on my car and I can't move it? Can I drive away? Please don't drive away. You might run her over. Please don't do that. And I'm like, you're no fun at all. <laughs> but, but I would slap the white woman first. So you're right. We agree on that one. Next question. Go. Uh, okay. Um, now let's see. I, cause I have like, I, I, I have a pool of 50, so I'm just cherry picking. Um, oh, here's a good one. And I don't know the story. So, how did your parents meet? Oh, that's interesting. Uh, I can't remember 100%. I think they met when my dad, they were both in high school. My dad's like a year older. They were in high school. And I remember my mother said she had a house party at the house. And he tried to get in. And my grandpa would let him in. I thought it was a hoodlum. Wouldn't let my dad in, and uh, and so my dad pursued her a little bit. They had a little bit of a break, if I remember correctly. And my mother was dating this dude named Probasco, who used to have a car dealership, uh, and was like six nine, six ten, but he was a doofus, something terrible. And uh, he did something to my mother. My dad and her met somewhere, and then they got engaged. They got they got together, and then they got engaged, and they had me. I mean, it's not like the most romantic story, you know, where they were on a sh on a ship and they met eyes, and 
you know, oh my God, and the music played and, and the doves were flying around and roses petals were on the ground, nothing like that. And it was just kind of a normal, you know, hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? Kind of thing, you know. And I'll ask her tonight, you know, to give me the details because I I know I'm missing something, but I know it wasn't very, you know, Harlequin romance type shit. You know, I mean, how'd your right. parents meet? Uh, my my mom was literally the girl next door. Oh, conven- <laughs> convenience then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he liked my mom, and she lived next door. And my my grandparents on both sides were friends. They'd play cards and shit, you know, just neighbors. And then they, you know, just started dating from there. That's the, yes, it was literally my my mom was a new kid, new girl in town and she moved next door and Mm. the rest is history. There you go. Just convenient. She's, she's right there. Wow. You got to go too far. There you go. (laughs) All right. Now, uh, if you had a time machine, where would you go? And you have to stay black. (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> nip that shit in the bud real quick I know uh, it, well am I black can I be a white guy in this then I can go anywhere no 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 you still a nigga then, so where you gonna go well I'm not going that far back. <laughs> 1980 yeah <laughs> you you joke but I'm not leaving I think I think the well, furthest I'm not going back far no. Prob- probably uh, I wouldn't mind going back to uh, yeah i'd probably say 79 or 80 just to you know uh just to check it out and check out my uh surroundings back then i'm not going to go back too far it's just you know being black in the 70s wasn't awesome i mean black you know i'm proud to be black and it's, you know honestly i wouldn't want to be any other race is as weird as that sounds i know right i wouldn't either i wouldn't want to i be wouldn't want to be i wouldn't want to be a white guy but i definitely don't want to be a black guy in the 50s 60s or earlier than that <laughs> so i'd say i'd go you know at the very least i'd go i'd just i'd check out you know what? I'd like to see Van Halen in their heyday, so I go to '84. Okay, yeah, <laughs> okay, that actually makes sense. Okay, fair enough. I would go since the term "race" is a recent construct. Or I, I, I changed that. I'm sorry. If not '84, I'd say '70. You know what? I I I want to see Kiss in their heyday. Oh, you would. And I want to see Star Wars when it first hit theaters, and and so I'd say '77. So you want to see it as an adult instead of as a kid. Correct. Sorry, in the theater Correct. as a grown-up. Got it. it and Kiss. And, and they're 76, 77 when they were in their heyday. Okay, that's it. Okay, fair enough. Okay. I would want to go back and before race was a construct, when it was culture, ethnicity, and language. So I'd have to... I, there's about a 500-year period where I could not go. So I would go back for at least a thousand years if I wanted to go anywhere. I would want to, you know, go back and, you know, run with, uh, you know, Jesus Christ or run with Muhammad or run with Mansa Musa. Uh, uh, And I would love to see, and only because I just recently found this out, I would love to just stand next to Attila the Hun just for just for a minute, just so I can see him because he Mm. was four foot 11. Yeah, I just want to see him. So this is the baddest man of this era. This guy. And just laugh and then pop back in time. But I would have to see him. I just, it, it would, it's something that once I found out, I was like, no, it can't be that small. 
four foot eleven and everybody feared him? Really? I okay. Uh but I would I would want to see him. And then lastly, I would probably want and he was a, not a bad guy. Well he was, but I mean, you know, if you just did what he told you to do, he wasn't a bad guy. God, you're gonna hate me for saying that. Uh Genghis Khan. I would, oh, I would I would want to have dinner with you know and go back to his time and you know and, and hang with Genghis just to see what he looked like you know and how the people treated him kind of thing you know and, and how he conquered everything that kind of thing but anything five hundred years and forward you know go back five hundred years and forward no thank you yeah we go back probably to my birth year at the no nineteen seventy. So I can see Jimi Hendrix. I want to. I want to see Jimi Hendrix perform, and then that's it. So yeah, that, that, yeah. Ah, okay. That's a very weird answer, but yeah, that yeah, that's what I would do. Hey, what number are we on? Uh, this would be number four. So, all right, so number four. Um. All right, this is going to be a rough one. Okay. Would you rather murder three? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Three innocent children. Okay. Or three of your loved ones die in front of you. So you have to kill three children or three loved ones die in front of you. Which how, do you choose? How old, is, how old are the kids? Uh, eight and younger. <sighs> They're eight. If they're all eight, I could possibly kill them. Oof. If they're under eight, I couldn't do it. I, I couldn't. I, it's just, it's well, crazy. I said eight and younger. So let's say one's eight, one's five, and one's three. Oh, God. Who are the loved ones? Can it be? Can no, it be, just random. Can it be one of, be one of my random. aunts? It's random. Hate? You don't know who they're going to be till it happens. Oh, man, that's an awful question. It is, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> that's one of them questions where it's like, do you save your wife or your mother? Right. <laughs> you know, it's like, I, I save them both? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Do I know these kids? Uh, No. Do I know their parents? Do I know I did, that, that's not, you don't have that info. Three innocent children. All right, I'll put it this way. If I don't know their, their any of their family members, if I don't know them, I, I probably have to kill the kids. I could not. I could not live with myself Oof. if I let my loved ones die. Yeah, kill them with you. Oof. I, Oof. I, I, well, what, what would you do? I don't know. To be <laughs> honest, hey, what would you do? You judging me? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not judging you. I'm just. It's not. A, it's not an easy. I mean, I can't run the risk. Of it being Eloise, That's so the, yeah, I, I, okay, I get, that. I get. So that. I, I, if she was off the table, I could probably, it would be rough, but I could probably let it go. But if she's on, you know, if she, it, I don't know, it's random, and it mm -hmm. could be her. I have to kill those kids. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah, but she, I love Eloise more than anyone, and uh, I, I'll, I'll die before I let her go. Yeah. So, so, um. Yeah, I'd have to. I wouldn't be happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you wouldn't party hard, have a tequila, <laughs> it is, uh, Cuban. 
Yeah, I did my job today. Killed three kids. Beautiful day. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'd have to kill the kids. All right, here's another one. Uh, let's see. Okay. Uh, if you died and had a chance of being reincarnated, which we kind of just talked about this before, but not really, of being white or an Asian, which do you choose and why? Oh, man. It can't be black. You got to be white or an Asian person. Which one do you choose? Uh, I like being black. I know. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, I know. But... Uh, um, you know what? If I if those are the choices I have, I would go with white. And I'll I'll just preface it this way. Uh, Chris Rock said it best. Uh, being black is always like being $5 short. Being white is like always having $5. (laughs) He's, uh, or better yet, he said, he's like, uh, there's not a white person in this room that would change places with me, and I'm rich. That's how easy it is to be white. Being white is like always having five bucks. You ain't lying. I mean, <laughs> a white man in that room that would be like, I would be, I want to be Chris Rock. And it's like, no, nah, I don't want to be Chris. I'd like to be me. I'm broke. I'm on food stamps, but at least I'm white. <laughs> yeah. It's like always having a, it's always have, you know, it is, they're going to have it easier. It just, it just are because, because of the world we live in. I would probably, depends on, which ethnicity like if you said i have a choice between japanese and chinese i'd probably pick asian and here's why they have a long uninterrupted um, history they they're loyal to each other to the point of xenophobia um they have a beautiful culture uh you know (laughs) their women are in check it reminds me uh i hate to interrupt but it reminds me of when uh at my birthday party for people listening uh my daughter and one of her friends had like uh, they took data from everybody and then they mm. had like a guessing game where i had to guess which friend because i had all these friends come and most of these people i've known it went from like 10 years, five years to, you know, I had friends from, you know, I've known 34 years, yeah. 30, most of my life. And uh, uh, Wayne, uh, my father-in-law, he, 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 I think one of the questions was, you could have 50 of one thing. And he said he wanted 50 wise because and everyone thought it was funny. And then he got a collective groan when he followed it up with, because I'll be able to train at least one of them. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody went, uh. Hey, <laughs> right. One of them will do what you want them to do. One of them will do what you're supposed to do. What they, what so they when you said act right, it just reminded me of that. When he said <laughs> <laughs> well, that is part of why I would choose him. It's like I, being white, you know, for the last 500 years, 400 years, it's just been a cakewalk, man. I mean, mm-hmm. they they have it all, dude. I mean, especially white men. 
you know, now it's starting to get to the point where they're, where they're, you know, where things are evening out a little bit and they're going nuts. You know, they don't have what their grandpapa had or their daddy had, you know, it, like that, like we talked about at the beginning when that black lady got slapped by that white man. He thought he was in 1945 Alabama. He couldn't mm-hmm. believe that bitch hit him back. It's like, well, you don't do, we don't do that shit no more. You know, and it's been a cakewalk for them. They've been, all the presidents have been white men. All the Supreme Court justices, except for like seven, have been white men. It's too easy. You know, so I'd pick an Asian man just because. You know, I think it would be, it would be interesting to, it would be interesting to, to live somewhere where everybody looks similar to you. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that's like. You know, it's got to be a feeling of comfort, you know, and security. You know, I know everybody looks like you. Everybody thinks similarly to you. Uh, same, to- same values, kind of, sort of. You know, and I don't know. It would just be, it'd be interesting. You know, so that's that's mine. I would choose Asian. All right, your turn. Oh. Now, is mine five or six? I've done three, you've done two, so this will be six. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, let's see here. All right. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. You... Uh, you can you can only now you have two choices. Mm-hmm. And Stephanie is your your wife is okay with this decision. Okay. Oh God. Now you can only have sex. You can never have sex again. Mm-hmm. Or every time you have sex, it can be with anybody you want, but they have to be sixty five years old or older. So you can only have sex with elderly people or never have sex again. What do you do? If the woman is 65 and it's uh, Pam Greer or Raquel Welch, yeah, I might be able to bite the bullet. Oh. You know, I might be able to bite the bullet. That's a little too fine, fine women, you know, even in the, even in their older age, and you'd have to agree with that too. Oh yeah, I, I I'm not not having sex again, so I guess I got to have sex with old people, yeah. old women. <laughs> yeah, I would. Yeah, you know, I mean, it would, as long as they're not too wrinkled, you know, because that that's what that's the part that just just gets. It's not the gray hair; it's the wrinkled skin that just. Oh, I don't. It's like iron yourself. I know you can't, but iron do something. You know, it's just nasty. The, the wrinkled skin. I just. <laughs> oh God! That's what gets me is the wrinkle, wrinkliness. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, that's, that'd be probably what I'd have to do. You know, I mean, okay. What would you do? Uh, well, well almost been down that road anyway. So I mean, we don't almost, know what you do. Hey, easy. I'm not being an ass. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. You know. But yeah, I, I, I said earlier. I said I, I just have to have sex with other people, with uh, people 65 and over, I guess, because I'm not not gonna have sex again okay now here's mine this is something that i that is uh asked of you to do okay Uh ready all right i marcel brain from now on shall be shall be uh uh uh, shall be uh referred to as most handsome will you comply 
No. Really? Why am I? Why am I gonna refer to you as most handsome all the time? Because that's what I identify as, most handsome. This is a question. Yes. Will you call me most handsome since I require, since I identify as most handsome? Mm-hmm. I identify as that. I uh, know, because you got to draw a line somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so that's so that's the line. Huh? Well, it's not the line. I'm not gonna. Though some people want to be referred to as elves, or there was this guy that wanted to be called by his elvish name, and I was like, get the fuck out! Yeah, of I'm here. not doing it. I'm not cool. doing that silly shit. So no. <laughs> uh, Sorry, I figured as much, but I figured I'd ask to see. All right, Go I got a number six. Right. What is your biggest? You can only pick one. I mean, I have a lot, but I only just pick one. One of your biggest pet peeves. Mm. My God, uh... I'll start. Okay, because <laughs> I because got... I had to deal with it today. Well, you know where I work. Okay. Can be, you know, it's it's physical. So you you know, you can work up a sweat, and especially on days like today, like this streak, we're in the middle of a uh uh um uh a, a, a hot streak, you know, the weather's we're over a hundred every day with the exception of the day, but we got like a five day, you know, uh what is it? Not not hot streak. What's the word I'm looking for? Um uh. I'm not sure. So when you're talking about when the when the weather spikes for a long, you know, like last year we had like 116, 117. Yeah, a couple. This this week is one of those weeks. It's over 100 for the next five days. God damn, it's annoying. But Uh, yeah, and um, so you know you can work up, you can get funky working there, you get sweat a lot. Mm -hmm. But I have an issue with people that show up. Stinking. I have an issue with people with BO. Oh, uh, yeah. That's right now. I currently work with a few people that always stink, no matter what time of the day it is. They could just showed up or they could been there all day. They're smelling the same. I don't see the, it, it, I don't know what their fucking issue is. Why can't they start with a clean shit? Just wash your ass. You're grown. You're an adult. Yeah. Show up clean. You can get dirty as the day progresses. I get it. We yeah, all do. That's different, yeah. But what the fuck? I, 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 and sometimes I work with people in close quarters, and I gotta smell their funk because they don't know how to fucking. It's like, what do you use for deodorant? Fucking someone else's dirty armpits. Oh, there's a lot <laughs> of people who don't use deodorant. That's Brad Pitt and uh, Leonardo oh. DiCaprio and uh, Matthew McConaughey. They don't use deodorant. They don't use soap when they wash themselves. People with BO, man, it just really gets under my fucking skin. I hate it. What would be mine? I think mine is, and I and I've had a I've had a couple of these. It's one of the pet peeves that just I just I just want to start just 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 throwing people through glass windows. Um, are people who are disagreeable for no reason? That's a big thing with me. It's like. Why are you being an asshole over nothing? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I can't stand that. If you're trying to be funny, whatever. But people who are like, you know, mad because like this guy on, on TikTok, he reads complaints. So one lady was mad because she was in Spain and everybody spoke Spanish. She didn't like it. Oh what is wrong God. with you? 
I should be able to slit your throat and get away with it. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like people like that. You know, I don't like, I don't like the Karens of the world or the Kevins or the, the disagreeable people who are just looking to bother you for no reason. Why are you bothering me? You know, I mean, I watched this one lady follow these kids around in a in a public area. They were on skateboards, and she was trying to knock them off their skateboard. Because apparently she didn't like the fact they were skateboarding there. Oh, I've seen that video. Yeah. What a cunt. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? Why do you think this is okay behavior? I, he, kid should have taken a skateboard and knocked her teeth out with it. How's she going to learn if she doesn't, if he doesn't? You know? Ah, yeah, that's mine. I disagreeable asshole people. I just don't believe in being an asshole for no reason. There's always a time and place. There's a time and place, not always, but there's a time and place when it'd be an asshole. What did that? What's that line from a uh, Roadhouse? Be nice. It's time <laughs> not to be nice. I mean, it's, I hate to get my 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 my, my life uh, philosophies from fucking Patrick Swayze, but it, that shit is true. Be nice. It's time not to be. You'll know when that is. I just oh, that makes my head hurt again. Okay. Uh, let's see. Here's mine. Uh, okay. Uh, why do you hate sports? I don't hate sports. I just don't. I don't hate sports. I don't. Okay. okay. I I used to love sports. I just I don't know. Just I it. The minute I stopped playing them, I just was less interested, and. I don't, it's hard for me, and I hate to sound like an old curmudgeon. <laughs> um, Damn but kids. But when, when, and I'm glad they do it, but when free enterprise came, or, you know, came into the game when you could go from you team to free team, agency, free agency. I say free enterprise. Yeah. I, it's, it's like 11 o'clock for me. It's time for me to go to bed. <laughs> when free agency uh came into the game which is good for the players i mean they uh-huh. yeah, they deserve to make as much as they can and they're, they're the ones throwing their bodies on the line um for a short period of time so you know, make as much as you can right but once that came into the game really you know the, the you don't really root you know you don't really root for the team like you know, you have a team you like, and it was a team, you know, it was the same team for several years. You know, you swap out people who got injured or quit or get fired or for whatever reason, but it's basically the team. You know, the team you grew up with in your town or a team you've been following and you like. But now you just follow – I don't, I don't understand. You know, I can, I can get, like – liking a team like i like this particular team from this year to this year that was a great team right but why are you staying loyal to a team unless it's you know your home team which is rarely that's rarely the case anymore with people what are you what are you following an insignia but i don't know just something about when i stopped playing i just stopped caring about it I, i i get why people like it i just don't give a shit I, I I care more about like movies and creative stuff. I just stuff that and not that there isn't an art to playing, 
but because it's something that not everyone can do for mm-hmm. sure, especially at that level. But I, I just don't, I, I just don't care. I mean, I can appreciate it for what it is, but I'm not going to sit down and watch a game. Uh, I, you know, I much rather watch a, a boxing match or, yeah. or, or a UFC fight. I'll watch those by myself, but I can't sit and watch a football game or basketball game anymore. I just don't. I just, I just something about it. I don't care. All right, I get it. Okay, I get it. I get it. There's no malice behind it. Something that does bother me uh, is when people their team loses and then their whole day's ruined. Yeah, or, I hate that too. Uh, that shit is annoying. Mm-hmm. I mean, when they, I was like, "What? Do you did you lose? Did you did you bet your you bet the farm on this game? Right? No. no? Okay. Oh, you. Oh, you must be a part owner. No. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're you're on the team. No, no. What the fuck? Yeah, move on. It's like the people I, that, that got the we and the us with the team. It's like no, there's no we. There's no us. It's the team, and you're watching. Stop. I hate that. I hate I, it. I, I, I had this friend. Well, you know, my ex friend Casey. His team lost. His entire day's ruined. He's walking around in a funk and all upset. Get, get, grow the fuck up. Right. You know I, that shit annoys me to no end. I get, oh, your team lost. Oh, that sucks. I wanted them to really win. Move. Okay, great. You have that moment. Then move on. Yeah. The whole yeah. acting like you're fucking the, the end of the world. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I'm with you 100% on that shit, dude. I can't stand that. You know, like I've been a lifelong Cowboys fan. We did not lose playoff games. The Cowboys lost playoff games. Cowboys lose a playoff game. And for about five minutes, I'm like, ah, damn, they should have won. And then I don't care anymore. Yeah. It doesn't affect me. It's not going to make my life better, worse. It's not going to do anything to my life with the Cowboys win or lose. I would love to see them win, but don't care because I'm not affected by it. God damn it, I hate that shit. That's like that's another pet peeve I have too. But that's just ah, oh, just hate that shit. All right, next question. Go. Um, yeah, this will be eight, right? Uh, one, two, three, four, five. It'll be ten. Oh, this is ten. Yeah. Oh shit! We both did ten questions. Well, we've each done five, so five oh. and five is ten. Oh, uh, yeah, but we're doing twenty. It was twenty questions, right? I know. So we have five. We I have five. Oh, we have five more. Gotcha. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um. Okay. What's the strangest thing you ever had a teacher do in front of you? Uh, or. Exp- uh... Okay, uh, Mrs. Pasternak was her name. Evil, evil white lady. Oh my God, she was a piece of shit. She was a horrible human being. She got mad. I think she was my fourth grade teacher. She got mad at one of my uh, one of my boys who, at the time, he really was a friend, not an acquaintance. He was actually a friend. Uh, he spent the night at the house. You know, we hung out all the time. Um, and she got mad at me for some reason. And she grabbed him by his neck, and she slammed him into the in, into the into the chalkboard and cracked it. Oh wow! Yeah, she just picked him up and just slammed him into the chalkboard and cracked the chalkboard. And uh, Robbie was fine, but uh, that was pretty pretty traumatizing <laughs> for her to watch that happen. Now it's funny now, but back then that was not funny. She also allowed me and this other dude. 
to walk to the principal's office after we were fighting by ourselves. We were doing this uh, flag, and she uh, and and the dude stabbed me with one of the needles. So I gave him a quick left right combo, you know, opened him up, and mm. she's like, "You guys go to the principal's office." And he said, by ourselves? He's like, you just go to the principal's office. And I was like, oh, I'm going to kick your ass all the way to the principal's office. And I did. I went through from our classroom all the way down to the principal's office. Oh, and my I, God. I was so, it was so irresponsible to her. It was hilarious. That's insane. You know, this isn't my answer. I have a much creepier thing that a teacher did in front of me or with or not with me but in front of me mm. but i remember i got in a fight with uh i'll never forget it, tony nefidu uh i was in the fifth grade oh no i was in the fourth grade and we we were the we were probably the toughest kids in the fourth grade and uh he was a new kid and he i think he thought he had to fight me but he was really giving me a lot of shit and it got a little racial so i had to tune him up mm-hmm and our principal was sitting in as a, uh, uh, you know, he was watching some of the kids from recess, you know, and he broke up the fight. And then he went into the office, made a stand on the side of the wall outside, went into the office, came out with two kids, actual boxing gloves, made us put them on and made us finish the fight outside. And, uh, we finished the fight in front of the cl- in front of all the kids in the recess, and then I made us shake hands after it was over. I won that fight, by the way, and uh, and um, we, we 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 decided to be friends. We're Facebook friends to this day. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what started the fight? Just 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 uh, just just male just stupidity? kid shit, just yeah, kid shit. Yeah. But what's what's crazy? Is that the teacher let us continue the fight? That would never fucking happen to No, 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 never. No, no. And and oh, and I forgot to to, to cap off the story. Uh, the the action on the cake. Neither one of us got suspended. We oh, wow. we got I think one day of detention. Nowadays, wow. might have got expelled. You might have got expelled. Yeah, but no. Okay, we, we didn't get uh, same school, different teacher. Uh. Uh, he was a funny guy and then a cool teacher ran into him in high school. Like uh, my school at the time I went to Fort and our school at the time was had one of the biggest auditoriums. And, uh, and uh, so a lot of times when they had like these big teacher conference meetings with all the different schools, mm-hmm. they'd use that school's auditorium. Cause we had a really big one. And, uh, so one day I'm leaving for school. I'm probably a junior in high school and I'm leaving, going to the parking lot and uh, I pass my fifth grade teacher. I'm not going to throw his name out there because it's kind of fucking fucked up what happened. And I'm like, oh, my God, so and so I haven't seen you in so long. And he was like, you know, so we're just catching up. You know, I saw I haven't seen him. I'm a, you know, I'm 16, 17. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, last time I had him, he was in the fifth grade. And uh, so we're talking and he leans in and he goes, you got a lot of cute girls here. You, <laughs> you, you seeing any of them? And I'm like, oh, yeah. No, not yet. But he's like, man, look at that one. And he starts like chatting me up about g- girls he thought were hot. And it got it took a weird, creepy turn. And I was, and it was like, I was like, oh, this doesn't this feels 
this feels gross. Yeah, it wasn't like, oh, so you see anybody you got a girlfriend yet? It wasn't like that. It was like, hey, I'd like to fuck her. That's the way that's the kind of the tone it was. And I was like, well, I got to go. And it was very it was very it was very gross. Very weird. So yeah, that's 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 awful and disgusting. Uh, yeah. Thanks for sharing. Appreciate it. Hey, no, no worries. What okay. you got? All right. Here's here's, <laughs> my, here's my next one. Uh, what's your favorite action movie? Oh, this is uh, I have a few, but one that I find myself revisiting more often than not. Um. Oh, well, it it you could toss a coin. It could either be. Die Hard, because I watch that almost annually. That's like a Christmas movie. Um, but a, a, I'd say an action movie that I probably watch all the time or revisit more often. I'd say a favorite action movie. Oh God, if I'm being totally honest, is probably it's probably Raiders of the Lost Ark. Hmm. I I've, I've probably seen that more than any movie, any action movie I've I've owned. So I am have to say Raiders. You know, mine. There's a whole list, so many of them, but I I think the one that I that really got to me, um, was uh, the Avengers right before Endgame. Oh yeah, that with well, that ending. Just, I've never been speechless at the end of a movie before. Oh, I, yeah, Infinity War? I yeah. just went, he won. What the fuck? He won. That's you know, what, it can't happen. That was, that was a really good, that was really, that movie was really a, a Thanos origin story. Yeah, it kind of was, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, it really was. Yeah, and the bad guys win. It was Empire. It was totally Empire. <laughs> yeah, they, they, he won. And I just, I couldn't stop. I was like, he won. This is not cool. Think about it. It ends with him sitting uh, out, you know, looking him smiling about how, you know, I I did it. Yeah. Yeah. It ends ends with him like, I did it. Yeah. And I was like, holy (laughs) shit, he won. No post credits, no music, just credits, silence. Yeah. You sit there and think about what you just won. I can't believe this shit happened. I it was a, fucking genius. It was genius. Oh, it was. It was. It was brilliant uh, filmmaking. I think the next one would be Man on Fire. I love that movie so much. I. Oh wow. I thought Denzel was at his peak, and I. I think the best part of that movie was the end, because I remember when Leroy and I watched that, we were both hoping that he would die before he got tortured by those people, and 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 when he died in the car. Yeah. I felt. I felt relieved for the character, you know. I was like, "Good, he ain't good." I did not want to see him get, you know, get tortured by uh, by by those people. And I'm glad, I'm glad he died that way. But he did all that. He was basically a Jesus Christ type character, you know. What I mean, oh yeah, he definitely martyred. Yeah, definitely. yeah, he was a martyr and Jesus Christ type character. And it was it was a brilliant movie. I loved it. So those those are mine. So you're you're up next. That's funny. We're in the movie realm because I was going to ask you your favorite. <laughs> Who was your best movie villain? Uh, I guess I'd have to go with two. And I'll pick one after I say the two. William Money or Darth Vader? Now, 
William Money makes the list be- just because of that final shootout scene in, in in the tavern. I mean, that was that was some bold shit. I mean, mm-hmm. that was. Plus, we finally got. I don't care what Clint Eastwood said. We finally got to put a name to the man with no name. You know. His name oh, one hundred percent. That's yeah, who he was. Yeah, I don't care what he says. That's who he was. Yeah, that's who he was. Yeah. And all know. the shit they talk about, he did. Yeah, that's who he was. Yeah, he, he was. That, that he was Angel Eyes and all the other names that he had. He actually had a name. It was William Money. Mm-hmm. Um, and Darth Vader, just because he made being bad cool, he did. Uh, he just he made it look so cool. And also, I've told you about you know we've talked about it multiple times on the podcast. But you know he's he gave me trauma because I thought he was black, and he turned out he wasn't. And I should have known that if I was grown. And wait, how could this black man produce this blonde, blue-eyed white boy? I should have known that. But I was a kid. Dad said he was black. That's never wrong because I was, you know, what, six? <laughs> so, you know, my dad was in that superhero era, you know, where age where, you know, when you're that old, you know, your dad doesn't can do no wrong. And so I was like, yeah. And then when he took his helmet off, I was like, no, no, no. But I'd, I'd, I'd have to lean towards William Money as my favorite bad guy. You know, I, I, I have to. It was just so many good movies with that character and that tavern scene. It's just one of the greatest sequences i think in movie history just the way he did it the the unmitigated testicular fortitude just walk in there and calmly coolly shoot them all yeah it was beautiful and yours well it's i i uh i wanted to go with movies but i kept going back to this villain that is he's a bad guy and i want to see him die but He's so riveting. I'm always paying attention when he's on screen. And that's Homelander from The Boys. Oh, I still haven't gotten around. I need to get around. Holy shit. That is that is 100%. He is a maniacal. Just And how are you going to stop him? He's a great villain. It's a toss-up between him. I, I was going to go with someone, a, a, a sympathetic villain. Mm-hmm. But no, that's kind of giving, you know, I mean, that's what makes an interesting villain or just a, a crazy person that is an egomaniac and a narcissist. And uh, and that's Homelander. He's a great villain. You want to see him get his comeuppance. It hasn't happened yet. But at the same token, you you can't turn away when he's on screen. Like, what is he going to fucking do now? You know what I mean? Now, is he stronger and badder than Superman or uh, what was that cat's name from uh, from that from the animated series we saw that hasn't come back around yet with the with the Asian kid? Like Omni Man. Yeah, Omni Man. Well, he's 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 basically Superman. And uh, yeah, you gotta watch the boys, man. I'm telling you, you kind of I keep I, it I is keep hearing so that. up your alley. It is a shock to me that you haven't watched it, and you have three seasons you can watch. I know. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna get around to it. I really am. I, I, I've, I've, I've made a list of some things that I want to see, and that, that's on the list. You know, I'm still trying to power my way through NCIS. You know, I'm about, about to find something else. You know, it's almost to the point where everybody's gone, so I'm still powering my way through that. But I do need to watch the boys. I've heard nothing but great things about it. You know, I've heard nothing but, but you know, everybody loves it. So you know, I, I'll get around to it. Yeah. All right, staying in the movie realm for uh oh, I already just asked you uh your favorite villain. Okay, it's your turn. Uh, right. Nine, I believe. Yeah. What is your favorite comedy? 
Whoa. My next question was going to be, what what movie makes you laugh watching it? What was one of your favorite movies that makes you laugh watching it every time? That was my question. Uh, I'll just tell you what my answer was for that one was going to be. A movie that I revisit and I watch it and I still laugh every time I watch it, uh, Step Brothers. Yeah, my aunt, my brother Antar loves that movie. He that movie is like, so funny. The movie ever. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> yeah, he loves that. Uh, Step Brothers, boats and hoes, boats and hoes. <laughs> Mine is Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Oh, okay, I get that. I get. I that. have never laughed so hard in my life from beginning to end. When he had that package that said "fragile" and just started kicking it around, I. I was in tears already. I think this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I think this, this is fantastic. And it just kept going from there. I mean, it didn't disappoint me at all. Have you now. seen I, now I've seen I've seen Pet Detective. Have you seen Step Brothers? No. Do, I, I'm, on do, a, I'm on a Will Ferrell thing right now. I don't I'm not a big fan of Will Ferrell. Oh, do do yourself a favor. It is so funny. It is so funny. <laughs> I just all laugh right. at thinking about it. All right, uh, so I guess I'll give you a different one. Um, you have a million dollars and you have 24 hours that you have to spend it all, or it, at the very least to where you don't have a million dollars anymore. You could probably have a couple hundred bucks left over or whatever. Uh, what do you buy in those 24 hours? Well, I buy... Uh... Fully loaded black Lincoln Navigator, a fully loaded white Lincoln Navigator. I buy a completely fully loaded uh, black Dodge Charger. I uh, I pay off the house, all our bills, and let's see. I probably have some money left over. I'd probably buy the most powerful computer I could buy for processing speed. And if I had anything left over, I would use that to buy a buy a big supply of stogies. There you go. <laughs> um, I would buy and furnish a new house. Mm. I would pay off Heather's house for her. Uh, a, a nice chunk for Eloise's college, even though her college is probably taken care of. She now she yeah, can... yeah yeah she got rich uncles. Everybody yeah. pay for her. Eloise yeah. is not going to be hurting. <laughs> <laughs> um. I would get uh, two Teslas, uh, one for me, one for Michelle. Uh, I'd get, you know what? I'm feeling generous. I'd pay off your place uh, for you guys so you wouldn't have a mortgage. Oh, well, thank you. Hey, don't mention it. You might even get that navigator if you act right. (laughs) (laughs) If I act right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I I act right, sir. Yes, sir. There we go. Uh, <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow. Um, I, you know, I I gift some stuff to friends and family, and anything left over, um, uh, probably. Oh, I'd probably get a, another. I'd probably get that that Lincoln that Lincoln um, Continental I've been wanting. Oh, the car you wanted? Yeah. Yeah, that on top of the Tesla, and. Um, I put aside money for a budget and actually make uh make like a movie with my friends that I make movies with and we'd have a, an actual budget and that that's probably what the rest of the money would go. There you go. Uh, that's kind of cool. All right. Yeah. Uh what's your favorite drama? 
Godfather. Go fuck. Yourself. Mm. <laughs> Actually, a drama that I really like. Ooh, there's a few, but one that I would revisit a lot. Well, not a lot, but enough to where it is of note. I'd have to say. Hmm. Drama. Yeah, it's, well, a, it's so much in there. Like it's, 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 yeah, there's there's a lot. One, uh, I really. Hmm. Well, it's a peck and pop film, so it does get a little bloody, but I do like it. It's just so layered. Mm-hmm. Uh. St- uh um, Straw Dogs with Dustin Hoffman. Mm, that movie's, that movie's heard, fucking. I think I heard of that one. That movie's fucking crazy. Okay, uh, but it's an older movie. Sam yeah, Peckin, must, well, must. Sam Peckinpah directed it, so you know. Yeah, seventies. Um, but uh, I'd say, yeah, I'd say it's a favorite. It's one I own, and I revisit on you know every few years. Either that or Soldier Story. I really like that movie. Yeah, I do too. That's a good. That's a good choice. Soldier 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 Story. That's a good choice. Yeah. Um, now, I'll go with these two, and then I'll pick one. Uh, and both of them are going to surprise. One of them is going to surprise the hell out of you. The other one, you'll be like, oh, that's a cool choice. Collateral? Oh, that's good. Yeah, I figured that'd be the one. And then A Man Apart. A Man Apart. Vin Diesel. Oh. Yeah. I, 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 oh, I own that movie. I know. This is a weird one. Yeah, I know. A lot of people, whenever I talk about that movie, a lot of people are like, you like that? That's like that. that movie was probably his best work. He actually was an actor in that and not just a voice. That's you know, true. You know, and that's why I picked Collateral in there too, because Tom Cruise wasn't Tom Cruise. He was an actual hitman that was like just brilliant. He was yeah, He was brilliant. the bad guy. Yeah, yeah, he was so good at it. I mean, he was just putting putting two in the chest, one in the dome, and so many people, and it was it was brilliant. And Jamie Foxx was actually not a mimic; he was an actor. He actually did a pretty good job in that. You know, most of the time, if Jamie doesn't have something to work with, he kind of sucks. You know, but if he has something to mimic, he he's uh, he's, he's Oscar worthy. It's like Ray. Uh, uh, well, I, no, I I disagree. I think he is a good actor, and you can people. There's a lot of stand-ups that are great. Uh, mimics and great uh, impressionists, mm-hmm. but I don't think they're super great at acting. It's one thing to convey to do an imitation of someone; it's another to convey emotion and emote. And he does all those things, right? But his they always look his performances always look stilted and forced to me to my eye when he's not mimicking somebody like i always go back to ray you know i knew he was going to win the academy award because he he had so much work that he could look at and and then he became ray but when you look at him in other films where he has to take just words on a paper and make the, that come to life he's not very good at it he's not terrible he's enough to be you know a guy who doesn't have to audition for roles anymore but he's not very good at it you know and i just i look at that and i'm like yeah you're a better mimic than you are an actor you know, and that's, but he actually acted in Collateral. So if I had to pick between the two, I'd pick Collateral just based on the strength of both 
of those guys' performances. You know, they were both brilliant. Even Jada Pinkett was good in that. And she was only in there for like 10 minutes. You know, I liked her little dumbass in that movie. <laughs> and I can't stand her. I've never liked Jada Pinkett, though. Lowdown I... Dirty Shame was probably the only time I thought she was good because she, she made me laugh. That character was hella fucking hilarious. Yeah, the, she was funny in that. Yeah, but she was I, hilarious. I, but I don't, I don't like her as a person, so it's hard for me to watch her. Right. That's, that's what I mean. I've never yeah. liked her as a human being. And after the, the whole Will Smith thing, I, I hate her even more. Oof. Yeah, I don't. I just flat out. I don't like the Smiths anymore. I don't like any of them. Yeah. E- either one of them. Or they're weird kids. Well, they're, they're <laughs> kids that are weird because they raised them weird. They, they said they didn't yeah. have any rules or boundaries. Like, well, no wonder why your kids are so fucked up and weird. You know, you didn't you didn't raise them right. What the hell? So that's my thing. What 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 else you got? All right, this is my last one, and then we got to get going because I got to edit this so we can upload it, and I got to get some sleep, and I haven't right. even eaten yet. So number right. ten, I'm gonna keep it nerdy. Go for you, it. You get one superpower. What is it? Hmm. Omnipotence. Omnipotence. Hmm. That means I can do whatever I want. Mm, that's a no. No. How you gonna no. tell me no? No, one superpower. Not not that's like asking for more wishes knew, for your I wish. Knew, I knew you were gonna use that as a it's like asking for one wish when you have when you have one wish. So for more wishes. So <laughs> one power, what is it? Uh, I probably You'd have to you'd have to add some things to it to be complete, but I guess if I just had to just do it, it would probably be it'd probably be something like like immortality. But it would have to be like I can't be killed and I can't die. Well, that's can't those get are two sick. Those are those are multiple powers, so you can only pick one. But if they're all inclusive in immortality, then I take that. But if just one, I see that's the thing though. If you don't add certain things, they all kind of fall apart. I no, guess they maybe, don't because I have one. And, and I have my answer. I have one. So you get one. Quit trying to get an all-encompassing power. Pick one. <laughs> All right. I'd have. I'd, I'd want to have the, the like uh, Reed Richards' brain. Someone like that. Just, just so you're abnormally you're... brilliant. Okay. Well, that's 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 a superpower. I can live with that. Abnormally brilliant. There. I just pick teleportation. <laughs> I want to be. So, so what are you, Nightcrawler now? I guess so. Yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> See, the reason why I keep saying that you'd have to add something to it is because I mean, what if you, you know, teleport into a wall? You gotta, you gotta have the, you gotta have the no. ability to get out of that kind of. No, thing. no, this just if you teleport, you know what it is. You're you're overthinking it, and you're trying to expand it onto more than what it is. The one thing you don't want it to be just one thing. I'm saying one thing. You have one power that you can master that you can do, and that's and that's it. Mine, I just say I pick teleportation. I guess I you could say ability to control time to be able to travel back and forth through time and control. Yeah, time. that's that's one power. You yeah, know, that, that would be a very interesting thing to do. You know, I mean, you would even if you did travel back to slave times, you could get out of it. You know, you wouldn't have to be a slave because you control time. You can always get away from those fuckers. Yeah. Um, so I guess, you know, that would be another one. You know, I guess it would be uh, the ability to control time, space and time. Okay. Well, see how easy that was? <laughs> yeah, All, right. <laughs> All right, folks. That is our 20 questions. And uh, 
Anything to add, Mr. Mr. Marcel? I have nothing to add. I am good to go. All right. All right, folks, we will see you next week. All right. Peace.